Welcome to the Hot Takes Podcast, where we're always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. We have another great one for you today, so please be ready to be inspired, encouraged, and ready to take action. Here we go. Buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. Everyone, welcome back to the Hot Takes Podcast, where we are always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. I have another awesome guest for you today, Alexandra. She's tuning in, and she's talking to us from Italy. So I'll allow her to introduce herself. How are you, Alexandra? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. So my name is Alexandra Di Gesaro. I originally come from Poland, but as you said, now I live in Italy. I'm a fashion photographer, writer, and entrepreneur, and I help artists turn their creative passion into a full-time job. Actually, back in Poland, I graduated law, uh, and right after this, I moved to Italy to join my then fiancé, now my husband, and I realized that the job market in Poland, in Poland was completely different than the one in Italy, and, uh, and for like eight months, I was struggling to find a job, and at the end, I just said, okay, that's enough. I'm putting so much effort into getting a job that I will most probably hate. So why not trying to do something I like and see how it goes? And that's how I started pursuing my uh, fashion photography career. That is amazing. Um, As somebody who, um, I say I struggled with transition from being in the military into now trying to figure out what I wanted to do as an adult um, almost six years ago now. Um, That was tough. That was tough to think as myself as one occupation or whatever I was doing and then make a shift into passion and purposeful work. For you, what was kind of the catalyst that that made you say yes to seeking um, a full-time job or business in your creative space? So I never really believed I could I could do it like, because I, except for law as another faculty, I studied photography, but it was for my pure joy and just for my hobby, just because I wanted to get better. I never considered it could be my job, but you know, being in Italy, sending, spending daily hours on sending job applications that remained unanswered, not getting interviews or getting very few ones that didn't lead to nothing. And, you know, when I didn't even get interview for like to be a secretary, when I have three degrees and I speak five languages, I was like really, really fed up. I was depressed and I thought, you know, there's something in the system that is not working. And I looked at my perspectives and I was like, okay, maybe I could work if I'm lucky. I get, I will get some internship that is very badly paid for six months. And later they will probably make me another internship for other six months. And then maybe they will finally hire me for the minimal payment. And so it, with this speed, if I ever arrive to any level of life that I'd like, it will be maybe in 20 years. And it's, it's definitely, I, I really didn't like this vision. So I thought, okay, I have to find another solution to this. I I saw I I connect so much with that because as I came out just that thought of I'm going to try and do something that 
really wasn't from my heart. It really doesn't, didn't feel purposeful. Um, I needed to connect to what I felt was true for me. And that was when I, you know, really was like, okay, what's, what do I love? What do I do? And I'm so grateful to, to meet people like yourself who you follow that, right? You said at first photography was a passion, but now it's like, okay, now I really love doing this. And so when you talk to other people and I heard you say something about mindset, what, what were some of the things that you had to do and say to yourself to give you, give you permission to, to move forward? That's a that's a tough one. Um, you know, I think my mindset was already getting prepared for this moment a few years back when I it started from the book uh, of Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad Poor Dad, and it was like mind blowing. I was like, whoa, this is completely a different world I had no idea about. So since that moment, I started reading and attending meetings and conferences, and you know. Uh, master classes. So I I really love this word. I just had no idea how to enter it, how to mix it with what I with what I, what I wanted to do. And at that moment when I couldn't find a job and I was struggling, I thought, okay, I think that that's it. I just have to. This is the time because there won't be any other time to do it, and it can't go any worse than it already is. So why not give it a try? So for me, it was a it was a process. And there is a kind of part of mindset that I noticed I have it quite natural, but it's not natural for everybody. It's this being, I call it an active mindset, like that don't just wait for the opportunities to come. Uh, and instead, like always keep searching for them, even doing the thing that seems to totally silly like I started doing things that seemed to me totally silly because they were the only ideas I had but then you notice that from those silly actions come opportunities that would never come your way if you wouldn't do this small even seemingly stupid steps so I think this is this is super important yeah I love I love that do do the small stuff because the, the small stuff we as we know builds up and it, it builds confidence it builds um, credibility when other people are watching you do the small stuff. And I, and I love what you said, um, particularly around active mindset, um, because you, I, I tell on myself, right? I'm telling myself when, as I was thinking about myself in trying to transition from soldier to business owner and to think about myself, I had to give myself permission. Like I, I never gave myself permission for me to be successful. And so until I did that, it was hard for me to maintain an active mindset to build something um, that I didn't know anybody that was a business owner. I didn't, I didn't know what it looked like. And so when you help people, right, you said you have this innate ability to have this active mindset. What would you say to new business owner me who I don't even know what that looks like or can't even put it into words? How, how would you coach me? um and to develop that muscle so uh i totally understand like your position because as i said when i was starting out i was in a foreign country where i could barely speak the language so it was very difficult i didn't know anybody no models no makeup artists nobody i was in i wasn't in milan at the time i was in a small city so it seemed like kind of impossible to do what i wanted to do 
So what I like to say is, you know, first of all, listen to your intuition because it might seem stupid to you, but these are really the best things that you do come from the from your intuition. And actually, my father once told me, you know, all the worst bad decisions in my life I made because I didn't listen to my intuition. So listen to it because. Uh, for me, it was, like I said, the first thing I did, I invested in Instagram. It seemed stupid to me at the time, but I had no other idea of what to do. I didn't know anybody. My husband is a doctor, so all the colleagues we had were doctors. Like, couldn't help me in anything. So it was for me, okay, let's try Let's try this thing called Instagram. I invested my time. I started posting, studying. I bought a course. And actually, after a month, I got a message from this Indian blogger saying, hi, I'm going for the Milan Fashion Week. Would you like to come with me and take pictures of me and of the backstage of the show? So the show's, whoa, yes, definitely I would like. And it came from something so stupid that I just started. It was the only idea I had in my mind. Just try Instagram. So what I like to say is like, yes, follow your intuition, like what pops into your mind and, you know, make, make a list of like 20 ideas of what you can do right now. Uh, you will most probably get stuck around number eight to ten. Uh, don't stop. Like push yourself. Even the ideas seem totally insane. Write them down. You and if you when you when the creative juices start flowing, you will arrive to number thirty most probably. And then just look at your list. Uh, order it like from things that you can do, you know, fast and quite easily. And start from this and get ready that most of the things will not work. And it doesn't mean you're a loser. It's completely normal. So you just know, you know, one thing, second thing, third thing, you are not overwhelmed. You have clear idea of what you have to do. And if you arrive to the end of the list, just create another list and keep going. And you will see that this way you start gaining momentum and you start and you see that you're doing something. So it's also motivating for you because you're taking those small steps, but you're taking them and it's, and it's bringing, moving you forward. I love that you, again, it's the small steps. It's, it's getting yourself reps. And one thing that I love is when somebody reached out and it was in alignment with what you desired, you said yes. And so many times I believe we say, we talk ourselves out of things. Like, and, and I'm, a, I'm a huge believer in, in God and is like, like you prayed for that, why'd you say no? And, and so you, you almost self-sabotage because, you know, again, in your mind, you're like, oh, nobody will ever take you seriously. You'll never, uh, oh, you won't be good at that. And it was like, no, nobody was good at the beginning. Um, you just have to make sure you work that muscle. And, and I liken it to people who um, work out. Um, everybody starts as a beginner. Nobody takes off and just wakes up and rolls out the bed and says, I want to go run 26.2 miles. And they've never taken a step out the door, but they put on, um, they put on dress shoes um, to go to go run. Like no, nobody, <laughs> nobody does that. Um, and so, as you think about just this, your when when did you have a desire to say, you know what? If I was feeling like this as a person first starting off, there may be more people like me. What what made you say I want to put myself in position to help others? Well, I think it was when I when I read that 70% um, of people hate their jobs. 
uh, in some other sources say even up to 85%. And I think this number is mind blowing. And I know that so many people would like to have a creative job. They are creative, they are talented, but they don't even try. I have a friend who, who would love to be a cook and instead she's studying to be a judge because she doesn't believe she even has a chance. So, uh, so this was one of the things. Another thing was that I love fashion photography. I love doing it, but I wasn't feeling that I'm giving into the world as much as I would like, that I'm sharing that I, you know, I'm doing some good and even if you can say I could invent so many things you know you're helping women to feel better about themselves to feel more confident etc et I just didn't feel I'm doing enough and so somewhere these two ideas met of of helping artists uh, and you know bringing some good into the world and uh, then it clicked and then I understood that these two things fashion photography and helping artists this is really like um my my calling and so and now i'm putting everything into into doing it i always tell people it could be the simplest things and and again you're an artist yourself and just making sure that you're putting yourself in position with purposeful work with where you are you can speak to the hearts of those 75 to 80 percent of people who are just doing work and, and it's mind blowing to me that your friend that you described is studying to be a judge and but wants to be a cook and believes she it's not possible like to process that like all the schooling all the laws all the things you have to remember is in your mind you fixed it to say is easier than being yeah. than being a cook or following a passion and I believe that that really comes from what we believe society and everybody else wants us to be or wants for us, right? And you, that's where the impressions and the, the um, pressures of family are a real thing. Um, and I recall, you know, uh, one of my buddies growing up, like, you know, grew up in that family, everybody's a doctor. And so like, I gotta be a doctor. And it's like, well, why you gotta be a doctor? Like you're not even good in science and math and all the other and all the other things that you need to be good and get through school. I said, so he was like, I know. He's like, but that's the expectation my family has for me. And now today, as someone and like yourself, I ask people, what feels right for you right now? Right. And again, not that we're all loosey goosey or anything else like that, but if we can get to the heart of what someone feels purpose to do, their calling, like that is, that is so much better than waking up every day with a have to mentality. And when you got to that place of this is my calling, what, what, what happens for you on a daily basis as you wake up now? Well, it was totally liberating and, um, I feel much more in control of my life and I just, I'm not so stressed because even if I don't always see financial results and you know, when you just start out, uh, it takes time, but I'm much calmer and it's, uh, and I'm, I'm just happier because I know, okay, you know, it has to eventually work out because this is what, what I have to do. 
And I just wanted actually to come back to what you said uh, about this thing of that we are programmed like this and we don't even consider another way. And this, this thing of being a judge is easier. And this is totally what I agree with that though doing these traditional jobs like, don't know, doctor or a, or a lawyer seems easier because the path is clear. Like you have it all, all settled, you know, it's you have to study X years on university, X years of internship, X years of specialization, etc., 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 and then you arrive to the point. And this is what makes it easier from one side and more difficult from the other because comparing, for example, I, from the moment I really decided uh, that I want to be a fashion photographer and I moved to Milan, I managed to work full time, <clears throat> sorry, in six months. So if you compare the times, it's much, it's totally different. Just there it's easier because you don't have to be creative at all. You just have to follow the path that somebody else settled for you. But there's also only one path. So if you don't enter university, you're stuck. You can't continue. Whereas in the, in the creative fields and in the entrepreneurial fields, there are endless ways. So it's more difficult because you have to come up with the ideas yourself, but it can take you much less time and, and you have much more possibilities to really enter those fields. It's just up to you. And I always think like if I would, I, that's what I was also thinking when I was studying law, because I studied law because like you said, my, my parents were in lawyers, but my parents are uh, doctors. I always knew I could be a doctor, but I was obviously expected to have a good career. So that's why I, I studied law. And I was always thinking if I would put all this time I'm putting into studying law and exams and internships and everything, if I would put this time into doing something I like, I would, I have to get results. It's impossible I don't get results. It's just that I, it's more difficult because we don't know what to do, but as I said, it can be even this, this career can be even easier than those traditional careers. Just it, it requires more creativity. Oh my goodness. I love <laughs> you, you just, you just freed so many people with, with <laughs> that explanation of that. And there in, in, even in that thinking about a traditional career path, there is a underlying level of comfort and perceived um path of i'll i'll have the economic income i'll i'll have this safe space if i take this road and and that is it's almost the uh the the bell curve of adoption of innovation and all the different things like that it's like most people say i just want to be in the middle of the bell like I, I just want to make sure that I have some guaranteed income. I want to, I know, I want the path to be clear because I don't want to have to. They believe use all the brain power to figure out what the next step may be. But like you said, just the excitement of just being creative all the time. And I love you. You hit on something that I did had to do for myself. It was like, what if? I put in the same level of effort to support the military, to support these other corporations. What if I put in that same energy on something I felt like I was put on this earth to do? Like, and I believe if all of us wake up and never even look for the check, and it's funny you said that, 
as looking for to be a lawyer and everything else, how stressed those jobs are. But now I don't even know potentially where the next project is. And I have to walk around with a smile on my face. I sleep well because it's work that you desire to do. Um, and that is, uh, that is amazing, amazing work that you do. And I'm so thankful that you are out there to support uh, these community of leaders who they want it, but they need somebody to help them give themselves permission. And so I want people to be able to find you. I want people to be able to reach out to you. How do they do that? So uh, most, the easiest way is to reach out to me through my website. Uh, my website is creativeartist.online. So there is a contact form, there is a chat box, so you can write to me. I love, uh, I love getting messages. I answer to all. So um, I'm, I'm happy when, when somebody writes me. Of course, I'm also on social media. I'm on uh, uh, Instagram mostly because fashion is on Instagram. So I'm on Instagram as uh, Alexandra with KS, Alexandra Gallert. Uh, I'm also on, uh, on Facebook with the same name. And uh, I would like to invite you also to visit my page. And if you would like to start, I have a, a free audio training that you can download. And um, it's designed for people just starting out because many artists I was talking to were, told me like, I don't, I'm stuck I because, and I lost motivation because I don't know what my next step should be. So my training is from the hobbyist to a full-time artist in five steps where I describe the process of what you have to do step by step and how to become this full-time artist so that you never lack motivation and you always know what your next step should be. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I absolutely love it. So if you had to tell or give one nugget that you want people to, to use to push them towards making a decision for themselves, not for everybody else, but for themselves, what would be the one thing you would want to share to get that mental process started? So many people also struggle with the fact that they think they are not worth it, they don't know enough, and that they don't have anything to share. And it's not true. Everybody has something to share. You have unique experiences that you can share with others to help them go through their own experiences. And it doesn't mean that you have to be an expert, like, don't know, Anthony Robbins level. Uh, it's enough that, you know, you help somebody who is one year earlier than you in the process, even one month earlier than you in the process. But if you can just help somebody to make this next step easier, it's already already very valuable. So I would like to encourage you to focus not on what you don't have, but what you already have, and you have a lot, trust me, and, and think about all the ways of how you can use it and start right now. Because it's not that, don't, just don't think, you will never feel ready. It's like, because you have to leave your comfort zone. So this is programmed in our brain not to feel ready about, about doing something else. So you will never feel ready. Just start and start with what you have. And if it helps you, uh, keep repeating yourself the, the famous quote, uh, fake it until you make it. Uh, it, it sound, as stupid as it sounds, it can be really helpful to some. Uh, so and just start right now don't don't wait because 
people say, oh, but I'm not ready. And what if somebody will laugh at me or, or things, but also consider that you are not going to be in front of millions of people immediately the day you start out. So you take time to build the momentum. And with this time you learn and, uh, and you grow and you get more expert in what you're doing. And this is how it works. So just start right now. Thank you, Alexandra. And also, that's her nugget, but also she gave you a freebie. There's a freebie out there. So that's motivation in and of itself, because most people are asking you to pay something right out the gate. But she is she believes so wholeheartedly in what she brings to the world that she offers the opportunity and access to free resources. So Thank you so much for hanging out with us today here at the Hot Takes Podcast. And thank you, you for having anytime. me. Welcome anytime. All right. <laughs> thank, you. thank you all. We will talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in today to this episode of Hot Takes. Please be sure to explore the library for other amazing interviews. Until next time, actions over ideas always win.